have you ever found out someone doesn't like you and think, I didn't earn that yet. I'm, I'm gonna earn it now. I've done so much work on myself in the last five years. I quit dating losers, that took a minute. Yeah, thank you, thank you. There's no rehab for that, only sponsors. I think in my life, one of the toughest moments that I've ever experienced was when I found out that my grandpa was addicted to Viagra. But nobody really took it harder than my grandma. It was really, really hard. Losers are hard to quit. Losers are a lot like cigarettes. You have one in your mouth, you feel pretty cool, but everyone around you is like, ew, we're sad for you. Don't do that around my kids. <laughs> All my friends are like, you need a guy with a car and a job. And I'm like, yeah, but then I got to deal with his wife. Like, it's a whole thing. They said, do the twist. So I did the twist. They said, do the Macarena. So I did the Macarena. They said, come on, Eileen. Now I have a restraining order. And I'm trying to be a better partner, too. I haven't always been a great partner. I dated one guy on again, off again for four years. I would dump him, get back together, dump him, get back together. I was the girl you couldn't bring home for holidays, because what are you going to say at that point? Just like, Mom, Dad, this is my lesson that I can't seem to learn. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get attached. <laughs> How's your morning going? About to have a mental breakdown, how about you? Nice, nice, I'm in the middle of a mental breakdown already. He and I broke up because he cheated on me. In my head, and I could not. <laughs> Sorry, if you love me, you wouldn't even do it up here. Like, you wouldn't even put yourself in that situation. I read too many of those signs he's cheating articles. Have you read those? They're all the same. Just like, oh, did he buy you flowers? He feels guilty. <laughs> oh, did he call you babe? <laughs> he doesn't know your name. <laughs> Was he nice to your family? He slept with your mom. Welcome back to a hot mess podcast. Oh my God, Ernesto. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. I have one question for you. Have you ever dated a loser? Like someone you're just like, oh my God, what was I doing? This person was a loser. Um, I did date somebody. I don't, I, I don't know if I would have considered her a loser, but I did avoid um, many, many red flags. Okay. Because uh, she was clinically insane. Literally, okay. clinically. She knew. She, she she knew it. Like she told you, and like. No, I, I, I exhibited the, the the insanity, but she was just really hot and was really. <laughs> you hot. had your rainbow. You had your rainbow sunglasses on, full I force. Was, I was nineteen. That's true. That's true. That's true. Oh my gosh! No, I have definitely dated a loser um, for many many reasons. Um, and we won't get into this crazy ex because we've already talked about this person a little bit and there's a lot of trauma behind this relationship. But this person specifically lied about his children to me. Okay. So when I first started dating him, he told me that he had two children. First of all, I should have had a red flag. I was 19. He was like 32. <laughs> first red flag. Should have like known that from the jump. Anyways, he tells me he has two kids. Very young kids. And I'm like, okay, cool. I love kids. Whatever. 
a year and a half later into the relationship, that's when he tells me, oh, just so you know, I have two more kids. Clock and one people, is 16. One and a half years later. Yes. The oldest was like 16 and I was 19. Such yeah. a shocker. Such a loser. Anyways. Hi, now, guys. Welcome how back did, to a hot mess podcast. <laughs> well, how did you I mean, what how do you remember the in, in the context that he actually decided to bring up the fact that he had two other kids? Honestly, I think because after like a year, year and a half, I was in love with him. I really loved this guy right, and I was right. really attached to him. And I think it came down to like doing like a little trip or something or we were going to do something and he wanted all of his kids there i think i can't remember 100 percent, but i think that's what it was it was Got like it. a time and yeah. place that we were gonna go somewhere and then he was like hey i really you know i'm sorry i need to be honest with you i'm like you're such a fucking liar and such a narcissist like i need I to be honest with you a year and a half later yes yes are you kidding me I can't. Loser. We need that Jim Carrey. Um, oh my gosh. The, the, uh, Ace Ventura. Loser. Yes. We need, we need to add that. I'll find Le-hoo-zer. it. Yeah, we need it. We need it. Also, I loved the mental breakdown. I was talking to Ernesto earlier before we even get on. Because Ernesto and I, we always chat for, you know, five to ten minutes before we record. We kind of right. catch up, see what we're going to talk about, you know, whatever. And... Yeah, I've had a lot of panic attacks lately. Have you ever had a panic attack, Ernesto? I know you don't really deal with a lot of like that kind of stuff. So I've never had a panic attack. Um, never. Okay. Yeah, it's very, it's very debilitating. And I had a really, really bad one about, it was last weekend, last Saturday. I had a really, really bad one, but I had been working a lot. I was doing a lot of like social media stuff on top of my regular jobs and Obviously, I'm a mom full time and just my own, you know, mental things that I deal with. And I got to the point where I was hysterically crying. And I, Jason, my husband, was such a good support. And I really had to just like lay in his chest and I was hyperventilating. I couldn't breathe. And it was, I felt like I was dying. And you guys know if you've had a panic attack or an anxiety attack, like, you know what that feels like. And I don't wish that on anyone because it literally feels like you're dying. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was really traumatic. And then this morning I woke up, I had a whole incident. I'm not going to get into it, but I'm definitely feeling a little anxiety and stuff today. But we're going to push through this episode and we're going to have some fun. Right. The only time I've ever experienced something that's even close to that would would have been kind of more of uh, like an emotional breakdown. Um, uh, Mm -hmm. just, um, that was, that was kind of brought upon by just exhaustion. And it was because this was when I was also in my, I was in my early twenties and this is when I was volunteering for the YMCA a lot. Mm -hmm. And there was something that we would do. They would like, you know, they'd have summer camps, like week long camps where we take the kids up to the mountains and we'd have, we, you know, camp out there. But then we also had caravan trips where we would get the kids into this, you know, like one of those big school buses, like a 72 passenger bus. And we go and we would camp, we would find campsites just um, depending, like for high school, we have different ones. We'd have campsites all across the uh, either the coastline 
or we'd hit like a, a number of states like we've got we we'd go out to utah we do all you know uh different different trips and it would be a, a two-week long trip where we would just go and drive and find and you know well we would, i mean it would already be planned out but i mean we would go and stay at places for a night or two nights and then go to another place and um so one year uh there were a couple of us i think there were three of us that decided we we're going to do both because it was usually it's a two-week caravan for high school and then a one-week caravan for middle school or junior high school and mm-hmm. we decided yeah let's do that and it was one after the other so after right after the two-week caravan ended the one-week caravan started the next day we drive off the mm-hmm. next day for the one-week caravan so in the middle of the one-week caravan i just i just broke down i was so exhausted i was just like I felt, I mean, I, it was, it was just, there was for, it was for absolutely no reason. There was nothing that brought upon this mental exhaustion breakdown, but I ended up staying inside my tent, just crying, just for the sake of crying. Yeah. Yeah. But that's so true. Exhaustion is crazy. When I'm super tired, I get that way too, because you almost become like, you almost have like delusions. It's like otherworldly i don't know it's different when you're super tired crazy shit can happen yeah. and that triggers emotion you well, know it was, it was that's mid- why for me go ahead go ahead, go ahead babe. oh because yeah. i was you. saying because like when i when i get like super overwhelmed and things like that i really need my sleep right. and i'm the type of person like i know my body i know who i am so I always make sure that I get at least eight hours of sleep, if not more. That's why I go to bed super early. I'm a super grandma because I know my sleep isn't the best in the middle of the night. I wake up a lot. I go pee a lot. So like <laughs> I need to go to bed early to make sure that like I'm mentally okay in the morning because yeah. I would be like you in that moment every single day if I didn't have sleep. No, I am. Um, and that actually shows a lot sleep. for That actually shows a lot for you because – there was this um, psychiatrist that I had known a few years back, and she had told me that men can actually function better on less sleep than women can. So the fact that you were that tired to where you got so emotional just shows like you were fucking exhausted. I was exhausted, yeah. And then, and, and, and yeah, it's weird because on the two week caravan, like two days before we got back, almost everybody on that caravan started breaking down. Like it was just a long, yeah. everybody was just, I mean, it, it, it's weird because it was drawn out. There's uh, um, and I don't know if I've shared this story on, on the podcast. I don't think I have, but um, it was the first year of the director we had there, the first year of that director. Okay. So he didn't know everybody's temperament yet. And we had yeah. a campfire every night. We had a campfire every night where, you know, we'd sit there, we'd, do, we'd sing songs, we'd do little skits, we just, you know, stories, whatever with all the kids. And so we were in, uh, where were we at the time? I think we were in, we were close. We were in California. We were in the mountains of California. I can't remember off the top mm-hmm. of my head which mountains we were in. But in the middle of, in the middle of, well, one thing, first thing happened is one of the kids ended up going missing. Oh, shit. And... Well, she actually didn't technically go missing because she was she just she got lost trying to get back to us. That know? would be me. She got lost <laughs> I trying would to get be back that to us, <laughs> and then she finally showed up when she when she she finally found us. But she was like exhausted. She was terrified, 
and she was just uh, she just i guess they went you know you have to we had to walk a bit of a a bit of a ways to get to the bathrooms to shower and all that stuff from the campsite right right she went the wrong direction on the way back oh, yeah, yeah. um so she was you know she was she was gone for like about an hour but at in that hour we had already eaten oh so yeah that's a long time we had already put everything away and she was a junior in high school so she was 16 at the time yeah um but she came back she was panicking and then finally and so i got up and i took her to where, where we have the food we had a big chuck wagon that we'd bring so we you know i was going to make her something really quick while campfire was going on but all of a sudden we look towards the campfire because we hear something we hear people running so we look mm -hmm. and everybody's starting to run towards us to where the tr where the uh, where the truck going was and we also had a u-haul truck because we put all of our, mm -hmm. our our gear in there everybody would pack up their camp gear and put in the u-haul truck so we had a u-haul truck that had a chuck wagon attached to it and a and a bus a 72 passenger bus okay so the u-haul truck was open and um people were running and then uh, we're both like what's going on and all I hear is one of the one of the other counselors, the other adults had a bunch of kids jumping into the can in, into the into the U-Haul truck, and he goes, uh, "There's a bear! There's a bear!" and just slammed the, oh, the back shit. of the the back of the gate. He did or the, or the back of the truck. You know, it has that little roller that goes yeah. up the big U-Haul truck. Yeah. He didn't get anybody else the opportunity. It was like I swear, it seemed like there were a couple of kids that jumped, like tried to jump in, that didn't make it, that bounced off. It was like a cartoon where they just bounce <laughs> off the wall. We didn't we didn't it. panic, we didn't freak out because we didn't see anything and the director yeah. was already trying to calm everybody down because he thought he thought it was gonna be funny to make a joke. And uh in the middle of the campfire, the other like guy that was kind of the he was the that that camp not the camp director, but the uh director of this caravan, he was like, Wait, do you guys hear something? And the new director <laughs> thought it was gonna be funny to make bear sounds and he made it very very convincing bear sounds apparently. Oh hell and no! So everybody panicked and freaked out and ran away. Well, that night it turned out really, really bad because everybody started breaking down there. I guess there was already conflict with some of the kids, and they started yelling at each other and all that stuff. And oh then, Jesus! Um, one girl started crying just out of the blue. We look over; she's just crying. She's like, "Nobody's." It was like a "nobody's paying attention to me" kind of girl that was like <laughs> she wanted attention. Then some of the some of the counselors started. I mean, we started having to to. to cons to, like it was just crazy it was it was it was yeah. a wild night so after that i didn't break down and like two other us two two other two others didn't break down either but it did catch up to me yeah it, it definitely caught up oh, to yeah. me it was crazy and i think all of like taking in a lot of their emotions too because you are an empath you know what i mean yeah. that happens as well oh, so yeah. like all of that energy was draining your battery as well which well, is I definitely going to thing. each yeah. uh, we had to like two of us were going tent to tent to just to make sure everybody was calmed down yeah yeah jesus that's so crazy <laughs> it was nuts. it was pretty it was pretty it was it was pretty wild i love i love those caravans but they could be emotionally exhausting see and then there's me i'm like where's the bear i want to see it can i go pet it <laughs> like <laughs> i'm so delusional i'm like oh come here baby yeah when, well you when... guys we have some we have some really cool um things to talk about today i'm excited well, one of the things and it's a special day it is a very special day because tech uh, today is our one year anniversary today is the anniversary ernesto yeah this is this is the one this is the one year anniversary episode we got a notification and i think we posted it on instagram right um, we did yeah mm -hmm. that last week last monday 
was a a, a year since we actually uh, from our since from our first post. So technically, last yes. year wasn't really our one year anniversary because um, that was still only fifty one episodes. This is episode fifty two. So this is the this is this is the tech. This is the official year here. Last yes. last week yes. wasn't the official year. Last year was the, yes. uh, the we we posted the first one last year's, and we don't start at episode mm -hmm. zero. So. That's why this one is right. actually our one year anniversary. Yes. So it's so exciting. Like we already knew we'd get to this point, but it is so fucking cool to just like know we've been doing this for an entire year. Yeah. For an entire year. An entire year. Straight up back to back. Yeah. We've not missed a single week. So that's why unfortunately we have to tell you guys that this will be our last. No, I'm I'm kidding. We're not. <laughs> Yes. And you say that, and I was like, and this means that every single week I have to see Ernesto's face <laughs> on camera once every week, sometimes twice. Yeah. Just kidding. No, Damn yes. it. One year, one whole year. No, I think that's really cool. Yeah. And we have what exciting if, what plans has for been, the future, yeah. We do, we do. But what has been one of your favorite um, things about the podcast? Like, if you could say your favorite thing, what would it be um, so far this year? I mean, outside of uh, like one of the obvious things that's my favorite, and that's because it's just it it allows me to 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 make people laugh. Are the intros and the outros? I love that. You know, I love mm -hmm. that more than you know, like your creative side. I love I love being able to express my creative side when it comes to that. Uh, but outside of that is uh, just literally the fact that we can and have been able to garnish the kind of. Um, the, the fact that we've been able to have the ability to have conversation as many conversations have we had and are have and still haven't even scratched the surface yeah we haven't even i would say that's surface. mine that's mine it's like expression like yeah. that's my biggest thing is being able to express myself in a different platform that i'm not able to do anywhere else i'm not able to do it on instagram TikTok, facebook you know there's not enough time in the day Right. So giving us 45 minutes each week to talk about things that are happening in our life, which people are interested in, you know, yeah. people want to know what's going on and they want people that are relatable. And I think you and I are really relatable because we're fucked up. No, <laughs> we're a hot mess, you guys. Me more so than Ernesto. Ernesto's an angel. I always say that. I've said that like 20 times over the past year. I'm like Ernesto's an angel. But, but you get the gist of it. Yeah, well, most you definitely. It. You guys, uh, you guys have definitely kept us going. Honestly, though, if it was just one, if we only had one listen every week, it didn't matter. It yeah, I wouldn't care. Yeah, wouldn't same. Care. I'm. The, I feel the same way. I feel the same way because you know this is the reason why. Like, I'll do my TikTok lives and things like that. It's like I don't care about the money or whatever. I don't care if I have ten people on there or if I have three hundred people on there. I just want to be able to have a conversation and connect with people from all over the world, wherever you are. That's yeah. all I care about. Right. And yeah, what was it? We were listened to from 10 different countries, right? Yes. Was it 10 countries? 10 I countries. Think it's 10, it's 10 different countries. Yes. Yeah. Which I think is amazing. For sure. That's amazing. I, I wouldn't care if it was just one country, but the fact that it's 10, like this is great. Right. Yeah. And I, it says it all on there on the Instagram on that little Post. Yes, mm -hmm. I think it said we 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 have recorded more than two k two k minutes thousand, two thousand yeah, minutes. Like, I think it's like we're we're over twenty five hundred minutes recorded. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's great. Which is a lot of like time invested for us. For sure, you know, and it's like I I think about even today, and I'll get emotional about it because it's like 
I woke up and I was, I had so much fucking anxiety today. And honestly, like I didn't even want my day to go on anymore. Like I was just ready to crawl back in bed and give up. But it's like knowing that I come on here, I get to see you. And I told you that before Mm -hmm. we started recording. I was like, I feel feel better just like seeing your face, you know, just like getting on and doing something that I love that makes me feel good. Now I know my day is going to be better. Right. And as such, um, uh, moving forward, we will be putting our cash app in the bio because no, I'm kidding. We're not. not (laughs) Yeah. Venmo, PayPal, cash app, guys. Send us some tips. We're just kidding. No, that's it. I mean, we definitely want to. I mean, look, this is this is something that, of course, of course, uh, uh, again, we didn't Mm. ask for anything at all for the the first year. And that was the plan. The plan was not to actually uh, not to not to put any kind of burden on anybody else. And I'm not saying it would be a burden. We're not going to be asking for money. We're not going to be asking for donations. Will we get sponsorships no. and things like that? Will we start looking for That'd that? That'd be great. Sure, most definitely we'll start looking at. Uh, uh, will we ask, will we start, you know, getting ad revenue? Sure. I mean, there are going to, yeah. there are going to be things that, you know, uh, just like any other, let's say, um, uh, and I don't, I don't mean this like this is the plan initially, like a, a business venture, but just like any business venture, we knew that the first thing that we're going to have to put work inside of it, just like anything. If you're going to do a startup yes. business or anything yeah. like that, you don't you don't expect to make a ton of money, the, you know, the first three or years. Or if are, anything, know. if anything, you know, especially me included, I know you had a lot of your equipment, but like I invested money yeah, because I didn't have a good microphone i didn't have a good system you know all that kind of stuff so i had to you know come out of that out of pocket just so that we computer as well well you had to get the new the the new computer as well so everything i had an old janky computer you know what i mean but this microphone alone was like four hundred dollars you know everything on top of that too so yeah Yeah. it's definitely something that we knew we were going to take serious and we Mm -hmm. wanted to invest in in this and we're not going anywhere. Like we no. want to keep this going. Not at all. Yeah, but you I know, mean, if we could, with uh, every... if we could, if we can make a couple of dollars and cents in the in the process, why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? Everyone's got to awesome. eat, man. We got to pay our bills and we got to mm-hmm. do our shit. Yeah, but it's for us. Like we didn't start this because of the money. But right. would we really appreciate to start getting some, you know, sponsorships and shit mm-hmm. like yeah. that? Of course, I think right. anyone would. Yeah. But we're gonna push, and you know, we already talked about this in an earlier episode about like our goals and stuff. And I really want to start focusing more on the social media, getting that up, start posting more, start doing more interactions with you guys. So again, if you guys have any like things you want us to talk about or tips or tricks or anything, like we're open to feedback because we're not perfect and we're always open to, you know, evolving and all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, I know the podcast itself, the evolution of it has, You've, you've, those who have been here from the start have seen, has, have witnessed the evolution of the podcast. Things have gotten better with time. Oh, yeah. Our conversation, yeah. just the way we speak, has gotten better with time. The fact that I don't have to take as much time in editing the podcast as before. And again, like I'm not saying I edit it to pull things out, I edit it to clean things up, taking out the ums and the pauses and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. All of that I would but do. We've, but for we've a even while. learned like our wording and, you know, I've even studied, like, I don't normally listen to the podcast, and you guys know that, like, after, right. but I did for a little bit just to kind of understand how I talk. I talk really fast, and I'm really loud. Ernesto's very soft-spoken. He's very mellow. He has more of, like, a calming voice where my mind goes a mile a minute, and I talk super fast. Right. But 
I have also learned, you know, the yas and the ums and all this stuff. Okay, so now I'm going to start using different words to fill those little tiny spaces. And right. if you listen from episode one to now. Oh, yes. Exactly. It's totally different. Yeah. And, and even eliminating things like those ums and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're going to catch those. We're always going to be saying um occasionally, but it's not going to be the way it was before because prior to this. Absolutely. We were always doing and that's kind of what most people do that have not practiced this you know, when we first started we weren't doing that we were saying like and you know and all these things that you would catch on just regular conversation but because we've been doing this now for a year we're veterans now no we're professional yeah, no we're we not, are. we just we um, are we yeah we, we, are. Just, we are we just have gotten better at how we speak and again i haven't had to edit as much as before taking out those ums and pauses that we had before and of course you guys are never going to know that you guys aren't going to see that because i'm that damn good at editing but <laughs> he we, is that damn good, good guys have, he is we don't have to do that as much anymore and that's just that's a benefit that is a that is a testament to the fact that we really took this serious yeah, we put a lot of time and effort and, you know, we paid a lot of attention to the small details because we wanted it to be good. We wanted you guys to not be like, oh, my God, they're so annoying. And like they keep saying, um, and yeah, and like and literally, you know, I do say literally a lot, but you know right. what I mean? The thing okay. is that we okay. also I mean, we have listened to other podcasts and, and people that mm -hmm. try to engage with each other in podcasts sometimes don't work as well. We have the we have the good right. fortune of being able to work well together so Absolutely. but we also do want to do more of bringing in guests and things like that in this coming year for sure we do have some plans oh, on bringing in guests for specific subjects even guests that we probably wouldn't we're not going to have somebody as insane as andrew tate to be that combative because that's no. just, I, I would never want somebody like that on the podcast at all, because that is just I disturbing. Would, and we I would, would draw, lose my shit. We would draw kind of the wrong audience for that. And mm, I don't want that us. audience here. I don't want that audience I, here. And we were talking about this earlier, Ernesto. We do like a good, healthy debate. There's well, nothing wrong with a good, healthy debate. But it's when people are so combative and, you know, they just don't know how to have a healthy conversation right without using harmful words and things like that no no i can't do that did you hear i did actually wanted to i did want to bring this up uh and i didn't bring it up we were i was going to bring it up before we even started recording and it is about andrew tate that the bbc just put out that they're going to be extending his stay <laughs> he's going to be extending his stay <laughs> He was supposed. Exactly, he was supposed to. Uh, it was supposed to be for thirty days. So in January thirty, on January thirtieth, he was supposed to be either. I think it was going to be that's when his court date was, or that's when he was just going to be released. Mm -hmm. Now it's been moved to February twenty seventh. Good. So, I'm so glad. Yeah, and I just, I just really, I just wrote below that. I just wrote couldn't couldn't have happened to a nicer person. <laughs> <laughs> you got what was coming for you, buddy. Clap, right. clap, clap. Look, if it's karma's coming back to bite you in the little yeah. in the little wiener. And I have a bunch of debates about about Andrew Tate on TikTok. One of the ones oh, yeah. that I, I don't think people understand what innocent and until proven guilty means. 
because that's the that's the mm -hmm. one thing they continue to use innocent until proven guilty you know where that only applies in the court of law in the united states yep. and that's not the yep. case he has one he is not in the united states he's in romania and again on tiktok he is not it is not the court of law we don't have to people say well what's the evidence one it's not like the romanian police are just going to put all the evidence out there and two right i don't care he's a horrible person i don't care He's the worst of the worst. We it all know that. Really if you guys matter. know Andrew Tate, like you know, yeah. So the fact that people. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that because a lot of men really love him. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately they do, but yeah, they don't love him for the reasons that they that they should yeah. love a person for. Exactly, you know? and that's 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 exactly. hard to see. That's hard to see, especially considering that most of these people are fairly young. I have experienced people I have run into people having these conversations that are much older, that are you know in their mid to late 30s and even early to mid 40s but that's rare and even then that's just like i don't get it how somebody could influence you the way that they do there it's just so that much it's odd do you know what makes me the most sad about it was you know when he was on social media on tiktok and stuff like that and i would come across his videos and i would look at the comments right that's where everyone goes to is the comments and i would go through them and I would see certain men that were hyping him up. It was obviously a misogynistic post. Yes. And there would be comments from certain men. So then I click on those men's profiles just to kind of see who they are. And a lot of these men have daughters. Yeah. They have young daughters. And it's like, what is the representation that you are trying to bring to the table work? Or, like, be with your kids. Like, this is fucking insane. Your daughters. You have, like, teenage daughters or young daughters. Like, what are you teaching them for when they get older? That right. makes me sick. You know what else makes you weird? What's very weird about certain men on the internet is when they go on to other people's lives. Again, same thing. I do a lot of debates uh, when I'm not playing Minecraft. But I do a lot of debates. <laughs> yeah. On TikTok, that's mostly when I'm on live. Is I'm on other people's lives, people that I've gotten to know, people that I've become friends with. That I'm, you know, we our our values align, our ideals align, and we talk to people whose other whose ideals don't align with ours. Right. Some of the men that come on there and they're oh. just so women shouldn't be this. Women shouldn't be exposing themselves. Women shouldn't be that. They should be loyal to just their man. They need to stop putting all these pictures online and then i go and i see who they're following nothing but oh, young exactly. women or who are exactly. posting the exact same thing that he said he shouldn't that you shouldn't do but then they'll but ernesto then they'll come back and be like oh well that that's just a fantasy i don't want to wife them up and it's like all right well you're still fucking enjoying it yeah and, and there's no hate against you get, the people that but are then you there's, yeah, there's absolutely I mean, no hate against the women that that are doing that. They're, no, uh, they have no. every right to do that, and I'm I'm okay with the fact that they do that. That's because that's their choice to do so. <laughs> You're like I'm, very I'm okay, okay with that, with that. Uh, and I follow a lot of now. Now after no, I didn't. Um, it's just that I don't. I, I it, it's fine. That's their choice to do so. So it doesn't really right. matter what this guy who comes in and and acts the way he does he see he, it's just so weird to see that where they come in here and they're right. so combative and they they want it to just it's like they just want to be they want to have conflict with the confident woman 
Yeah. They want to have yeah. conflict with a confident woman, and, and that's threatening to them. Uh, like I've said before many times, there's no there's no person who feels more oppressed than a, than a a man who knows who sees that he's losing control. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say that. Yeah, a man who sees most that he's men losing control. Want exactly. control. Right. These yeah. these people who are vying for this traditional relationship that they have seen in the past, they only want those traditional relationships, not for the fact that they they were better for our world. No, it's mainly for the fact that it was the fact that they controlled women. Women had less yep. control over their lives back in those traditional times, and they want that. And the fact that they can't have that, and it's 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 slipping away with every single minute that passes. Especially now, yeah. yeah Women, I feel like, finally are coming together, and they're like, we're not tolerating this fucking bullshit anymore. We're not. We're yeah. really not someone looks at me the wrong way and I look at him back. I'm like, the fuck you looking at? Like, I don't have time <laughs> for men anymore. Right. I'm so tired of it, Ernesto. And like, it's funny because ever since I was very young and it's crazy, the fact that I get it more, I got it more when I was younger. Right. That's the scary part. Sure. When I was a teenager, early twenties, I would walk across the street in downtown LA and a man would like go out his car window and bark at me. Right. Like a fucking dog. I'm like, are you kidding me? What kind of shit is this? But with men nowadays, they want their woman to, you know, stay at home, cook, clean, take care of the babies. They're not allowed to, like, have girls' nights out. And if they do, they can't wear anything that shows cleavage. My titties are fucking huge, okay? Like, I can't control these boys. I put on a regular fucking tank top that you get from Target, and I look like a fucking porn star. Because my tits are so big. I can't help that. Yeah. So how are you going to say that for me to go out on a girl's night, I have to fucking wear a turtleneck or something? Absolutely the fuck not. Right. I can't control what my body looks like. My tits are real. They're not fake. I didn't buy these. They're mine. And this even is what if whoever they were, above created. Even it does, if exactly. they were, it still wouldn't Exactly. Matter. Exactly. Tits are tits. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a crazy subject. We can get into that all day, every day. We because... can definitely get into that. And the thing is that we do want to actually have people who have this mind frame and this mindset yes. to, to jump on the on the podcast this year. Because we do yes. want to have yes. – I, I have no problem in discussing with uh, – discussing co- having conversations with people about, with, a, with opposing views as long as it's respectful. Mm-hmm. As long yes, as it's it has respectful. to be respectful. Yeah. yeah. And Ernesto I and have... I were talking about that earlier too. We just don't want anyone – that we feel like we're gonna have to like cut the episode early waste our time as long as you can be respectful because ernesto and i we we love a healthy debate we love 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 that it's kind of like our shit it's what we do all the time but you have to be respectful most definitely and i yeah Mm -hmm. i don't mind that i don't mind having somebody who's at least respectful here to have a conversation we may have opposing views, but that doesn't really make a difference. And I do have conversations with people and, and healthy conversations with people with opposing views. Yeah. Do I see them having conversations with others with opposing views that are, <laughs> that are healthy? No. Probably but, not. Yeah, there, yeah. There's some people are combative, and that's just how it is. And even those people themselves can often be combative, uh, but they, don't, they aren't like that with me because mm-hmm. I, I do know and they know that I'm open to have a conversation. Whether or not you can change my mind or something is irrelevant. It's just the fact that we're going to have these open conversations. Right. Right. 
Because my, yeah. I, I don't expect to change their mind, so they don't expect to change mine. But we still want to have these conversations, and we still want to be able to express our views on it. And exactly. then that's you know whatever whatever happens post that doesn't matter, considering we're still going to be okay, and and still have a conversation about something like Game of Thrones or something silly after that, just because that's just how it is. Sometimes you just have opposing views conversations. Exactly. Exactly. And we were also talking about wanting to have someone on. And if this is you and you're listening and you're down, like, let's do it about religion as well. Because I was doing a late night TikTok live last night. And, you know, my my lives kind of go through the waves. They're all over the place. And last night I got into religion. And, you know, I love that topic because I did grow up super religious. I'm not religious anymore. I'm actually like the complete opposite. I'm not an atheist. I'm very spiritual and, you know, whatever. But anyways, it was a really heated topic. And mm -hmm. I feel like it's something that people want to talk about. So if you yeah. are, you know, Catholic or Christian or LDS or whatever it is, and you would love to come on the podcast, we would love to have a conversation with you in a healthy way. Unless you're Scientologist. Then you're yeah, just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No Scientologist, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the funny thing is that while you were having. Sorry, that, Tom Cruise. <laughs> right. We're not having Tom Cruise on the podcast. The funny thing is we had a conversation while you were having those conversations. I was on different lives having a conversation. And again, this is probably I mean, last week, I think I talked about it. The, the woman who just wouldn't answer a simple question. Right. Well, this time it was a, a, a gentleman this time who wouldn't ample, simple, answer a simple question. I requested to come up and I messaged the the host of it mm -hmm. because this guy was going on about – oh, geez, I can't recall. I can't even recall how it was. It was just some silly thing about statistics. And uh, uh, it was in reference to essay, sexual assault. Okay. So he was he was coming up with these numbers, a bunch of different numbers that were just just heavily inaccurate. So I got up there and I asked him one simple question. I said, uh, "Can you tell me where you have where 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 you found this source? Can you tell me where you found your information?" He tried to divert to something else. I said, "No, no, no. Tell me where you found the information." And then he tried to engage with some of the other people that were on that live to try to divert. And I said, right. "No, no, we're pausing this whole thing until you can tell me." where you found this information. Right. And he would try to start something else. As soon as he tried to say something that was not either an, not my not an answer to my question, I would cut him off and say, where's your source? I just kept doing that. He got so frustrated. I could tell, and I'm pretty sure that he, because when you're on TikTok Live, and if your screen goes blank, even if you have your just like your icon, uh, your your profile picture on there, if the screen goes blank and you go um, you go mute, it's because you swipe off the app. You swipe off mm -hmm. the app to go and maybe to Google or anything like that. My assumption is, and I could be wrong, but my assumption is that he went to either Snapchat or Discord or another app and just called for help to yeah. come mass report this live, so he didn't have to he didn't have to answer the question. That makes sense. Literally about. Two minutes later of him diverting and deflecting, that live got banned. <laughs> of course it did. That live got banned. Of course. But he was gone for at least a minute of that where you could tell that he was not on the app because he could he wasn't responding. But and 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 the screen was like kind of blank where it was like paused. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, that is that is cowardly. 
he didn't know what to, he didn't know what to say. He didn't. He couldn't answer he that because he and he would. And the problem is that sometimes he can. Most people like that can bounce to a different topic if they just start spouting something else ridiculous or right. or they'll still ask a ridiculous question, and it will divert most people away from that. Uh, it's not going to work with me. Yeah. That and that's never and that's that's the ego. That's the ego of not wanting to be like, oh well, let's talk about it, or you know, maybe I don't know, or whatever it is. And the fact that people sometimes cannot admit that they're not sure, they don't know. Yeah. Maybe this accurate. This yeah. information is not accurate. Yeah. Okay. That just you know that blows my mind. It's like you know what? Sometimes, well, I'm first of all, I'm not going to bring up something that I'm not well versed on or i know i don't know exactly. where i got the information from exactly yeah and that's how i am you know with religion i know religion like the back of my hand yeah. i you know i've said this a million times but i've read the bible multiple times i've read the book of mormon i went to mormon camp okay i had a friend growing up who was mormon and my mom was so secure in who we were that she allowed me to go because she was my best friend um and then they sent me home with the book of mormon my mom threw it in the recycling bin so <laughs> anyway anyways <laughs> but i i can respect any religion any belief whatever you want because i'm not you and i would never want someone to shit or damper on what i believe in because it's just me but the issue that i have is when people push it onto other people right. that's when i don't like it you know, I don't get the whole, you know, Mormons coming to your door and walking around the streets and, you know, doing all that kind of shit. The um, what is that other one? Jehovah's Witness. You know, oh, yeah, like yeah. I, I can't I can't do it. I physically can't do it. But if you believe in that, cool, I can still respect you. I can still like you. Just don't push your beliefs on on me and I'll be OK. Period. Yeah, I get that. Period, honey. Yeah. And same. Yeah. I had last week somebody just come to my door and ask me, come and knock on my door. And yeah, we have that around here all the time where people come and just say, we wanted to talk to you about. And I'm like, oh, thank you, but no. Yeah, I'm I don't even, I'm not I don't even fucking person. answer my door. I'll go on I'll my see. ring camera and be like, get the fuck off my porch. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't go that far. <laughs> I just go up and I just tell them I'm not interested. I, I appreciate you coming by, but I'm not interested. Yeah, That's I'm not it. that nice. Yeah, not that That's nice. It. I mean, good that... for you. See, I told you, Ernesto's an angel. <laughs> I'm like, you guys got five seconds to get the fuck off my porch, or else you're gonna see what's gonna happen. <laughs> I remember my parents. My parents would be like, you know, they did like I, I've seen comedians talk about that, where it's like they feel you feel like you're a prisoner in your own house and you have to hide. Yeah, They're like turn off all the lights. Yeah, Jehovah's I'm not Witness here. At the door. Yeah, turn off all the lights. Don't move. No, shut up. Quiet, quiet. Don't get up. No, get on the floor. Get on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, and that's no, I, I'll, I'll just go straight to the door and say no, thank you, and just that's it. Leave it at that. Oh, Jesus, no, I talked about this on my story on TikTok the time that my son and I were walking to the park, and these Mormon missionaries came up to oh, us. That's right. And he and they were so sweet. They were so young. Like I feel so bad for them. I'm like these poor kids. Like their parents just like set them up for failure in their life. Oh. <laughs> but like they're like twelve. They don't Not know what really. they're getting into. Not really. They were probably like eighteen, but. They were like, we just wanted to ask you, do you have a relationship with God? And my son was like, my mom's a witch. And then, <laughs> but he looks, and then they like, look at my son. He's like, but she's a good witch. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. No pun intended. Like, Carter, <laughs> shut up. Like, what are you? <laughs> hey, no, say it, Carter. It, it worked. Was, it, it worked. Was so good. These young men looked at me 
And they were like, well, we hope you have a great day. I was like, you too, sweetie. Bye. Of course, I'm wearing like all black, you know, right. too. They're like, oh, my God, Satan was in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That story cracks me up. I remember telling my mom after and she was like, oh, dear Lord, like Carter, he's so good. Carter always has my back. Yeah, that's good. He should. I don't yeah. see why he wouldn't. Yeah. No, I, just I... Feel, I feel bad for those kids, though, because, you know, I was talking about this, too, last night when we were talking about religion and it's. You know, I grew up in Utah, so there was a huge Mormon or LDS community, and a lot of these parents would force their children to go on a a mission, and a lot of these kids did not want to go. I knew a lot of them, and they did not want to go, but they felt obligated to because of their parents, and I don't think that that's fair. My parents, you know, I grew up Catholic. I did everything when it came to the Catholic religion school and classes and confirmation holy communion all that kind of stuff but after my confirmation which you get in the eighth grade yeah my parents gave me the option to continue on with the religion or not if i didn't want to and i liked that i liked that they gave me a choice so because of that i really appreciate them no see I don't have a problem. They, my kids, they go to church with their mom every Sunday, and that's just been like that because she went to church with her mom every Sunday. Right. So this has been something that's been going on for a while. I don't foresee her pushing that to them once they're out of it. I mean, their grandma might. Her mom might right. want to continue to do that because she is. She's very, old school. She is. She is very old school, and she's kind of devout. Yeah. Yeah. So, Definitely old school. Um, I get that, but I don't. I mean. I don't foresee them having to I mean, I don't think they're gonna have an issue whether they go or don't go with their with with their grandma. Right. That's that you know. I don't know. It's just not the same. and if they don't want to continue it, I don't think it's gonna be too bad for for them. They're not gonna have a problem with their mom because of it. So Yeah. I don't think so. And it's funny because I don't even know her and I feel like she wouldn't. I feel that. You know what I mean? Because I think between the both of you, you guys have such a good like atmosphere and relationship that and your kids are great like your kids have such a good head on their shoulders and i feel like they're going to decide for themselves what they want and they're going to take the right the right way whatever that may be yeah for them yeah my daughter she's such a i mean it was i don't remember what night it was it was probably about three night three or four nights ago she calls me at midnight Mm -hmm. in tears Mm -hmm. Because she missed Winks. Oh, she see, she's she such an empath, she too. Is. She is, and she loves, I mean, her animals are her world. So she was just like, I miss Winks. So I had to talk with her. We talked for about good 15 minutes. I said, but you need to go to sleep because you're going to be exhausted for school. Yeah. And don't she, be like, uh, don't be like dad when I was on my little trip. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we need to do? We need to get the kids together. I think it'd be fun if we all did like a bowling night and Carter yeah, would so. come. He would love that. He loves I'm older sure. kids, too. Yeah. Right. And they actually love, they'll have conversations with, you know, with him. I mean, especially yeah. Cambria. I mean, both of them, yeah. actually. They're so yeah. good. They're so good with kids already. I mean, they've always been good with other kids. Yeah. But, um, you know, them being, you know, older teenagers now, they're excellent with kids. Yeah. Uh, their cousins love them. Their young cousins, like their young infant and toddler cousins love their, co- their, their older cousins. Yeah. Because one, Aiden, he just, he does treat them 
with a lot of respect and with kid gloves. So he's just, you know, very, very, I love he's just that. very comforting. He's warm. He's just, and then Cambria, same thing. And she also does like at least it's once a month, maybe, maybe twice a month. She, she will be part of the, they have a nursery at their church mm -hmm. and they, they take volunteers. That's cute. So she does, she does volunteer for nursery. Um, and she's scheduled at least once a month. Sometimes That's cute. Twice. I like that. See, and that just shows how young she is and her character already. You know right. what I mean? I love that. Yeah, I think it's great. And I think they do, they, they work well together. And she's, again, animals, her and animals are, her, it's insane. It could be a grizzly bear. And she'd be like, oh my gosh. That's look me. At the, look at the cub. That's me. That's yeah. me. There was once a dead deer on the side of the road. And I had to pull over and it had been hit by a car. And I had to lay with it until mm -hmm. it died i literally put my hand under oh, this so it deer's wasn't head. Dead. it was dying it was dying it. yeah it was hit by a car there was blood everywhere and i held this deer and i rubbed its face and it knew that i was there to comfort it until mm -hmm. it died and i remember i was crying it ruined my whole entire day you know i'm the same way like i love animals i love life i love people you know so i don't want to see anyone suffer and i had to right. i would be the person to stop in the middle of the freeway and save a kitten or yeah. like stop in the middle of the road and stop traffic to like have a mama duck and all of her little babies cross the road. I would be that person. Yeah. Yeah. Same. See, and I told you yesterday, I mean, th th this, is, this is how much I love. This is what I love about my kids too. I mean, they are teenagers. They're 15 and 16 and they, but they still love their parents. Yeah. They love their parents. Because usually, normally said, at that age, they want nothing to do with their parents. Right. But your kids are cute. I've heard so many conversations of you guys on the phone, too. Yeah. And you guys talk so sweet to each other. I love you, too, Dad. Love you. Love you. I'm like, oh, you guys are yeah. so cute. They always tell me that. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because I told you, you know, I, I, I got onto the live for a second. I said, oh, the kid's here, so I'm getting cuddles tonight. Yeah. that's what they are. They do love. So they're, cute. They're snuggle bunnies, and I love them. I love them. Yeah. Them. I don't want that. I, I'm glad that nothing has taken that away from them yet. And yeah. that includes anybody like their friends or, or, or just school or TV or anything like that. That's nothing's taken away from them. And, and most of the times, unfortunately, what takes, um, what takes that away from them are the, their parents, our parents that usually take that away from, them. oh yeah, big kids don't do that. They start, they start working on that when they were younger. And they right. did have that initially with their stepfather who would try to push things on, on, on Aiden like oh yeah boys don't act like that or boys don't say that or boys don't and I think that needed to stop pretty quick we had to put a stop to that pretty quick to say you know what he's going to be he's going to grow up the way he wants to grow up and if he right. is somebody that just likes to say I love you dad or or he likes to express himself or whatever the th whatever he wants to do that's on yeah. him that's what he wants to do and that's his choice to do so yeah. I mean, I was I was very different from my brother, for example. My brother is three years older than me. And, you know, when he became a teenager, he would want my mom to drop him off like before school and he would uh -huh. walk because he didn't want to like kiss my mom goodbye. And like yeah. he was too cool. And for me, I'm like, hey, can you like pull me up to the front? I'd hug my mom and kiss her. I love you. Like mm -hmm. I'd wave to her from the car, I'd blow her kisses like that was me because yeah. I loved my mom. And you know what I mean? Like. I've always been like that. I spent all day yesterday with my mom and we had a blast. Like, I love my mom. I love my dad. I love being around my parents. Right. You know? And I think that's the same way. I mean, of course, they want their they want their space, but they have no real issues with being around us at the same time. Yeah. And I love that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's how it should be.
Not all kids. And that's, you know what I don't like to do and I won't do, uh, and I've not done it to you and I never will, is, oh, just wait. Remember how you was like, oh, my son is so sweet. My daughter's so sweet. Oh, just oh, wait. Yeah. Just, oh, just wait. Yeah. Just wait. Because every, every child is different. Every, yeah. You know. I never took that mindset. I never took that when people would say, oh, yeah, just wait when they're teenagers. Just wait for them. Why? Mm -hmm. I love the time yeah. that I'm spending here, and I'm going to love the time that, that is with there. Yeah. It doesn't matter Whoever if they are. Quote, unquote, a, a, you know, difficult or yeah, whatever. That's not well, care. Well, even my son right now, he's five. My son is not very affectionate. He doesn't really like a lot of hugs and kisses and, like, you know, I'll hug him and he's like, okay, mom, get off. Like, he's just not that oh. person. And that's okay yeah. because I'm not either. I'm not a huge touchy-feely person. I don't like long hugs and stuff like that unless I really need it. And only from certain few people. Right. But I really don't like a lot of touch. And he's kind of like me when it comes to that. And that's totally okay. Yeah, there were times I know that you, you know, uh, when we were when we were hanging out that you needed a hug and you just wouldn't let go. And I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't never let go. Yeah. Either, so. But there's certain times. No, yeah, you know? like you said, there is times. There there are moments yeah. where you need it for a specific reason or not. I and mean, yeah. we've already I mean, uh, we've also had that well, we've had our friends, our mutual friends express that. Like Yes. When I this is just how I uh, because I do have the very, very unique ability of being able to absorb the negativity that comes with just wherever, mm -hmm. wherever you are. So me being able to absorb that by physical touch, I don't, I love doing that. I absolutely love doing that because it's not going to affect right. me in a negative way. But if it's going to affect you in the most positive way, I'm going to do that. It doesn't matter if you're a man or right. a woman, I'm going to do that. I'm going yeah. to try to absorb that with, with physical touch, whether it's just, you know, uh, me just wrapping my arms around you for a minute, just so you can just, ease in like you needed to do to uh, uh the, was it last night or this morning um yeah with, with jay where you just needed that you needed to rest and yeah and, and just him being able to because that's what he did he did the same thing that i normally do which is absorb some of that negative flow that was in you so he did he was able to do that well they even say that thing about like cuddling or a hug how that can really help with like your dopamine and you know, stuff mm -hmm. like that to sure really thing. kind of help. So I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So that's, yeah. That's why I, I am a hugger. Yeah, <laughs> I am a hugger. I'm one that doesn't, I don't mind the affection and, and, and I'm a hug. I'm a hugger too. Like when I see my friends or family, I love to hug. I just mm -hmm. don't like those. Like, I don't like the long hugs. Like if I'm like, I'm going through something and I don't really want to hug. And then someone's like holding on to me and like, this oh, yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. done. Like, yeah, right. I'm done. Like, unless I really want it, like, I just, I can't because then I start feeling anxious and I feel uncomfortable and I just don't like it. Mm -hmm. Personally. Yeah. I mean, and my daughter, my, you know? yeah, my, uh, my camera is like that too, where she doesn't really need and, and, and require that kind of, um, that, that from me or from, from anyone really, where she would require, I, the release that she needs is something to somebody just to listen to her. She needs to yeah. be able to, and she needs that console. Uh, she likes that quality time. She likes that quality time. Love just language. In yeah. Conversation as opposed to mm -hmm. in physical touch. Aiden, yeah. on the other hand, he, pref he prefers physical touch where he will put, he will rest his head on my shoulder or, or you know, or do that. He'll, uh, he'll put his legs over mine if we're sitting down at the sofa or anything like that. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's just him because he, his comfort. That's, that's his comfort. Yeah. Each one of their comforts is, is different, you know. Did she we will. did we talk about love languages? What is yours? I don't remember if we did or not. Do you uh, know we yours? Did. All five. 
Oh, that's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. You like all of them. Yeah, yeah. That's my love. My, my love language is all five. So that was, yeah. it. you know, there were, there was not, there's not one that I prefer more than the other. Yeah. See, and mine is acts of service, mm -hmm. acts of service. Um, and then I think the next one was words of affirmation. Yeah. Like I like people to tell me that I'm, I'm doing a good job. Like, I'm proud of you. You're doing great. Like, I love that you did this, you know, that kind of keeps me going, mm -hmm. but like doing things for me, like, you know, oh, I unloaded the dishwasher for you because I know you had to work today and you were stressed out. You know, like I like shit like that. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, I, I, I don't know what happened, but I just somehow dropped to my knees. Come on, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. On that note, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Hot Mess. We are so grateful for you guys listening and tuning in. This is a good episode and happy oh, anniversary. Happy, happy anniversary. anniversary. Yeah, this is awesome. Again, you guys, we have some really cool people that we're, you know, interested in and taking on this year. We definitely want to have a lot more guests. Um, I think the first year we were really trying to, like, figure it out. And and just you guys getting to know us more so than having guests on. But I think this year, our main topics are going to be getting other people on here and focusing yep, on the sure. Instagram and social media. We're going to start working on doing more video stuff because I really want to do that this year. Start posting yep. clips on Instagram and TikTok and, and things like that. So it's definitely to come. So definitely sure. stay tuned. Yeah. Most definitely. Um, we will do that. Now, I would love for those of you who listen, if this is your first time, welcome. Definitely welcome. Mm -hmm. We appreciate anybody who, if it's your first episode listening to us. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope if, if you want, you, you you stay on for the next one. Or if you have time, go listen to the previous ones for sure. I don't mind that. But if you don't have the time to do so and just want to go here moving forward, that's fine. We're completely okay with that. But if you do have feedback, if you do have questions, if you want to know more about us, or if you want us to talk about something in particular. Or you want to be on the podcast. Or if you want to be on or the podcast. Or if you want to be on the podcast. Reach, reach out to us. Reach out to us. Uh, a couple of easy ways to do that is one, you can do you can reach us on the hotline. You can text us or leave us a message on there. That one's always going to be available available to you. That's 310-494-6811. 310-494-6811 is the number to the hotline. You can always reach us there. But if you want to send us a message at a little more anonymous, then you can actually do that as well. Going to a hotmesspodcast.com and scrolling down to the bottom, there is going to be an anonymous box there. It is truly anonymous. We have no idea who's sending it. And send us a message there. Yes. We don't have a problem with that. Um, or you can reach us on just any of our socials. They're all available on the website as well. You can reach hers. You can reach mine. You can reach the podcast. All of them. They're, yep. they're readily available for you there. Absolutely, my darlings. We love all of it. All of it, all of it, all of it. For sure. All right. Well, I'm having plumbing issues at my house, so I don't have, like, great water pressure right now until the plumber comes. So I need to go wash my hair in the bathtub. So I'm going to go do that. I'm so I, – <laughs> see, I'm glad you said at my house because sometimes she's wiggling and and, 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 and squirming like she has oh, I to gotta go pee. pee. So yeah. I didn't know if she was talking referring to plumbing issues in her body at the moment or <laughs> – so I just, that's good to know that it's in the house. Oh, it's, and that, it's always something, guys. Right. My life is a hot mess. So it's a hot mess. Yeah. So my I life need is to plumbing go. issues. Yeah. My life is literally plumbing issues. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. We love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you guys next Monday. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.
I had this teacher growing up and I think about her all the time because she taught me like the most important life lesson I've ever learned. So she was a math teacher and I remember she would like, you know, write an equation on the board, eight plus six plus two or whatever it was. And then she was so cute. She would always say this. She had the cutest little Southern accent and she would go, and then you add her all up and problem solved. And to be honest, I don't totally know what that has to do with math, but she was right because you can solve a lot of problems with Adderall. Are you good? In what sense? Generally. Oh, definitely not. Listen, Gen Z, when I give you advice, you better take it, okay? I'm your elder. I was born in the 1900s. Wait, hold on, what? Ven I mean, Venusaur with a question mark. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. Dude, come on, man. F fuck. I mean, Venusaur. I don't know what my fucking attacks are, dude. You're the one who keeps track of that shit. I just fucking take the hits for you. Pikachu, use a thunder smash! Pikachu! Ow, oh, fuck. Oh, God. Man, this is... I mean, Venusaur! Look, I don't care what you fucking do. I don't even know what Just say fucking solar beam. I mean, Venusaur. Whatever, do the solar beam. Yeah, okay, thanks. Venusaur. <laughs> Pikachu, while he's charging his thunder smash, use your bolt of lightning. Pikachu! Oh, ow! Okay, am I going to do the thunder? Wait, I don't even need your permission for this one. I mean, Venusaur. Ow! Oh, God, my fucking knee! That's my knee! Damn it! Why didn't you evolve me, you asshole? Because I love you, Pikachu! I Do you want like... me to lose? Is that what you want? Christ! You all you feed me is puffins! I need nourishment! Tauros meat or something! We don't, we don't kill Pokemon! We do! We do it for you, you fucking assholes! God damn Look, it! Look, man, I'm, told, I'm, I'm really sorry about Fuck this. Fuck you, man! You suck! Stupid evolved prick! What do you even do? You just, you just a f plant? Shut up, man! All your fucking fault. Hey, I didn't even. You were the one who was all. Oh, I gotta do an attack. Mm, you could have just walked away, but you didn't, you prick. So fuck you, you dumbass. My knee. Oh man. Fucking ow.